Welcome to Great Aspirations, Wellspire Advisors podcast series on life, wellness, and financial advice. Each episode shares the experiences of extraordinary people whose stories inspire others to think big, find balance, and explore the possibilities of achieving health, wealth, and happiness. And now here's your host, the CEO of Wellspire Advisors, Michael Lamena. Welcome to episode three of season one of Wellspire Advisors podcast, Great Aspirations. For those who may not have tuned into our previous episodes, season one of Great Aspirations is all about game changers, where we're featuring talented and accomplished women from Wellspire who, through their thoughts, actions, and leadership, have truly changed the game. The stories of these amazing women that we're highlighting are compelling, textured, and thought-provoking, and they remind us to think big, act boldly, and be the change we want to see both in our industry and more broadly, our world. Today, I'm fortunate to have as a guest, Alia Wagenhofer, who's a senior vice president in Wellspire's technology department. Uh, She's a leader overseeing all advisory technology for the firm. Interestingly, and we'll delve into this today, excited to have this conversation, Alia. Alia served as a financial advisor for over five years before combining her dedication to client service with her passion for technology. Today, she's responsible for creating and ensuring best practices for technology at the firm. She provides ongoing training and support for advisor software and applications and serves as a relationship manager between the firm and our technology partners, custodians, and multiple vendors. Alia works with advisors and department leaders to ensure the firm is optimizing all of our technology tools to best serve clients and manages all integrations, migrations, as we execute in organic growth and integrate other firms into um, Wellspire. Alia, welcome to our podcast. Excited for our conversations today. Thanks, Mike. I'm excited as well. Great. So, interestingly, you know, I mentioned in in the intro, your journey started as a financial advisor, and we'll talk about the major pivot you've made. But give me some insight. What what originally got you interested, excited, exposed to becoming a financial advisor and embarking on that very meaningful first chapter in your career? Sure. Um, so growing up, I I was a kid that had a vision for myself as a as a businesswoman. I didn't know exactly what that meant. I just knew that I wanted to work for some company and be in business and you know wear the power suit and that whole thing. Um, so did you have, was, did you have did you have role models that that you know helped you with that that vision? You know, Where did my that mom come has from? Always been super influential in my life, but uh, growing up, she was a stay at home mom for most of my childhood. I think just her encouragement and you know her uh, kind of telling me I can be anything I want and and all that. I just um, it it that in my brain molded into me being this businesswoman uh, persona. So great, yeah. Um, so I went to college at Virginia Tech, studied finance. Um, and while I was there, I had an advisor that I became really close to. Um, he told me about their specific CFP or financial planning program. And I loved the idea that that program and, and that the industry of financial planning could marry my love of numbers and finance and business with the personal and people aspect of financial planning. Um, so that's, that's what sort of got me into it. And, um, I, I never looked back. That was once I figured out like, yeah, CFP and financial planning was, was where I was meant to be. And, 
um, I, I took off from there. That's great. So how'd you find your way to Wellspire? <laughs> so looking for uh, a job in college, I, again, knew I wanted financial planning, the RIA space. It's uh, generally speaking, and this was, I don't know, 10, 11 years ago, RIAs were very small. It was mom and pop shops with maybe a, a support person or two. And I didn't want that. I, I wanted bigger than that. Again, the vision for a businesswoman wasn't necessarily a mom and pop shop. It was more kind of a bigger financial planning firm. Um, maybe not corporation, but definitely bigger company. So Highline at the time, um, I was employee number 22, which that to me felt huge in the RIA space. Um, so it was it was great. I I ended up joining um again Highline at the time. Obviously, we've been through many uh mergers and name changes and all of that, but um I yeah, loved the idea that it was a little bit bigger in the space. So kind of entrepreneurial opportunity, not a small mom and pop, but something with a growth trajectory. You get involved in Highline, one of our predecessor organizations that has helped to form Wellspire. So so you join, you're on the career path to be a financial advisor. You start working with clients. Tell me about the satisfaction and and, and enjoyment you got out of that, that role. I loved it. I was really fortunate that when I first started, I had a lot of mentors at the at Highline. Um, so the advisors that I that I worked under and learned from, um, I really I could I could see their passion for what they do. And I was fortunate enough to participate in some of in some of that in helping clients and seeing how what we did really helped the end client and whether it was making them less nervous about retirement or knowing they could send their kid to college or make a huge impact on a, on a charity that they were giving to. Um, I, I loved that part of it. And it was, uh, again, it's about the people. I loved being able to connect with clients and um, to really see what we did as advisors, really helping these, these, these real people with, with real problems and real concerns. So you're an advisor, you're on the front lines, you're working with the clients, you're having, you know, satisfaction and enjoyment out of doing that work, but you're part of an entrepreneurial, fast-growing organization. Typically, you're asked to wear extra hats, right? Help out, pitch in, do something else. Talk to me about how you started to get connected to some of the technology initiatives in a fast-growing RAA and, and how that led to ultimately a pretty significant pivot in your career. Yeah, so that's that's exactly how I like to explain it is wearing multiple hats. I mean, anyone that's worked at a even though employee number 22, I thought this was a big company. No, it's not. It looks pretty small. Um, and at a smaller company, obviously, lots of people wear lots of hats. Um, one of the hats that I wore and really liked was working on implementing our new CRM software at the time. Um, and it was thinking through how can we implement this, this new tool? Because um, prior to, to this actual CRM, we really were just using kind of a Rolodex and it was strictly you look up the client's phone number or email address to this brand new CRM system that had the op- the ability to leverage more workflows and automation and um, much more qualitative information tracking versus just you know quantitative uh, phone numbers, email addresses, that kind of thing, contact information. Um, and I loved that. So thinking through how to build in automation that can help advisors do their job, you know, more efficiently and and better 
um, that I, I, I loved it. So yes, it was one of the hats that I wore, but I ended up really spending a lot of time on it and focusing on it, even as an advisor. Um, that's kind of what, where my love of the technology field started. I love that story because, you know, throughout my career, I've seen that um, one of the things we need you know, as we evolve an organization is people that can be the bridges. There's people that understand technology. There's people that understand the business. But how do you have those people that are able to connect the dots between the two? And when I think about the evolution of, of your role in your career, that deep, intimate understanding of what an advisor does and how they work with clients, then you start to get connected to technology. You see the capability of the tools. You start to merge that and you are that bridge that is able to take the technological capabilities with the actual experience that we want for end clients and as an advisor. And that's where the magic happens, correct? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think um, in shifting the role to technology, it one of the things I like the most about what I do is that I I didn't lose the people aspect of my job. I, I obviously I loved working with clients. I loved seeing you know the benefit of what I did as an advisor. Now I get to see that through the lens of my clients being those advisors and and those client facing staff and internal departments and all those um, th- those people instead of Wellspire's end clients. Um, so I love that. Yes, I can totally bridge the gap between. Yep, I've done the advisor's job, but I also love technology, and I still get. The, the satisfaction of helping people, even though it's different people that I'm helping. That's fantastic to hear. And I know now you're, you're leading our strategic efforts on a multi-year technology roadmap, right? Acknowledging all the great things we've built, but really wanting to put stakes in the ground and say, you know, what's the future going to hold? How do we use technology, marry that with process, committed to a service experience that we want to have continue to evolve in positive ways, internally for our employees and externally for our clients. Where do you see technology, you know, making the biggest impact, you know, on our clients, in our industry? You know, what can we be doing to think bigger um, as we as we move into the future so that we can continue to deliver on that commitment to amazing service experience that's powered by technology? Yeah. So um a couple, I, I think about this in a couple different ways. Um, efficiency is Technology provides opportunity to be more efficient so that Wellspire and our advisors can reach more clients in a more meaningful way. And when I say meaningfully, I am more specifically talking about technology helping us identify those opportunities with clients so that we can provide more proactive advice versus being reactive. And technology is important in that. I mean, there's a lot of trends in the industry now utilizing or how can we leverage artificial intelligence to provide kind of more proactive advice. Um, I think that might be a trend we see in the in the not so distant future. Um, but you kind of touched on this uh, before. Um, technology plays a key role in the client experience. Clients want to access their information and have answers to their questions when they want to access their information or have answers to their questions. It might not be from nine to five Monday through Friday. It's going to be when they have time or when they're thinking about it with their wife or or whatever. Um, So I think thinking about technology through the lens of the client experience is is vital and key in the the more immediate future. Um, So I think thinking about things like how a client looks at their portal or how they connect with their service team or their advisor, is there an online chat feature, um, leveraging AI, things like that. 
Um, and I think that's going to be how do they interact with their data and be able to see things in a unified way? So right now we all know we have tons of logins to tons of things. How do we make their Wellspire life all in one place? So it's unified, but also customized enough that they're seeing exactly what they want to see, which might not be what another client wants to see. Um, so I think that um, kind of thinking about the client experience as it relates to technology is um, more of the immediate future. Yeah, what really strikes me in that is, you know, it, it's about how do we create the scale and efficiency, right, that enables advisors to have more capacity to be able to serve more clients and the clients they have in a deeper, more meaningful way. And at the same time, create that customization that increasingly people expect. And and as you kind of talk through that, it's it's interesting to me to, to hear how you have to put yourself in the shoes of the client. You have to put yourself in the shoes of the advisor, probably the client service associates and the advisor associates supporting the advisors. You have to think about what are the implications for our operating department. So you really have to, and then you have to obviously think about the technology behind it. So you really have to have a broad perspective or perspectives across the entirety of the organization and the client experience to really maximize the use of technology to create value internally and externally. Is that fair? Absolutely. Yes. Uh, my job is hard. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like really rewarding and something that's grown out of, you know, real passion, right? And and Absolutely. you and I have talked, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot about this, that, you know, as a growing dynamic organization, one of the things I get excited about is that opportunities for our people continue to be created. Roles that didn't exist yesterday exist today, will exist in the future. And I think you're a great example of that. Somebody who recognized a passion and an interest was able to explore that at the same time an organization was growing in their needs. And that intersection of interest, skill set, passion, opportunity has resulted in a whole new chapter in your career that's been hugely impactful on the firm, our advisors, and clients, and also created up uh, created a, a new career path for you. Absolutely, yeah. I'm I'm super fortunate to have been part of this organization and been given this opportunity. And I think it, even you mentioned in my bio a lot of the work that I'm doing with integrations for acquisitions. That's that's a new piece of the job that that wasn't there years ago. Um, and I, I love that part of my job as well, trying to help new advisors figure out their their part in Wellspire and how they can leverage our technologies and how they can shift what they were doing at a, at a former firm into the kind of Wellspire experience. Um, so yeah, I think with our Wellspire growing so, so quickly and um, having all of these opportunities kind of present themselves is really exciting. And it's, um, it's, it definitely keeps me on my toes, but it, but it's great. I, I love all of the, you know, new things that I'm able to explore and do with my career. And, um, yeah, I, it wouldn't have, wouldn't have happened if we didn't have the growth trajectory that we did. Well, and I know we feel fortunate to have somebody that brings your passion, energy, that ability to, to blend business knowledge, technology, knowledge, operating process, service, focus bringing that all together is is hugely beneficial for the firm and our, our clients so let's broaden the perspective a little bit get away from wellspire and, and think about the industry you know as a whole um wellspire spent a lot of time focused on diversity equity inclusion belonging and as an industry we're, we're committed to trying to continue to raise awareness 
um, around that. Um, but obviously, there's still a long way to, to go. Um, what, what's your take on, you know, women in technology, women in technology and financial services? Um, how can we uh, create more opportunities for for folks like you to have the kind of success and impact you're you're having? Any any thoughts as we think about our commitment to diversity and how it intersects with, you know, the journey you've been on in your career? Sure. Um, so I don't think it comes as a surprise to anyone that there are not a lot of women in technology or specifically the fintech industry. Um, I mean, anecdotally, the majority of meetings and calls and uh, conferences that I that I participate in with our vendors or with consulting teams, I'm the one female on the call. Um, I mean, and then not so anecdotally, I looked up some statistics uh, ahead of this um, ahead of this recording and only 37% of fintech employees are women. And then looking at the leadership of those companies, so the founders and members of the executive boards, only 10% are women. So obviously, I'd, I'd love to see a shift here. And uh, I might be biased, but I think women make fantastic technology professionals. Um, so I, I kind of think about it this way. So a lot of my job is problem solving and helping our advisors um, best use our technology and our tools to do their job more efficiently and ultimately serve clients better. And with with women's innate empathetic nature and creative problem-solving brains, we're really good at that. So I, I, I'd i love to use this platform to encourage more women to enter the space. Um, it's not, you don't have to be a coder or super IT tech savvy. Um, it really is it's problem solving and figuring out, okay, here's this problem. How can I, is there a tool that already exists or one that can be created or something I can leverage differently to solve that problem? And how do I train people and help people on how to use that tool for their benefit as well? Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd love to see a shift in the, in the fintech industry to kind of have more women involved. And I think, I think we would be good for business. Well, you're you're a great example of you know uh, an executive, female executive who's come in, had a huge impact on our organization. Um, we need more folks like you to realize that that opportunity is there, and I, and I love what you the way you describe it. Right, it's not technology just for technology's sake. It's how do I actually utilize the technology to create value internally and externally, and and that involves problem solving. It involves communication. You know, one of the things that you and I have talked about in the past is, you know, we'll, we'll be confronted uh, with with folks that will say, well, I'm not that tech savvy, right? When we're rolling out a new tech initiative or an enhancement. And how do you, how do you tackle that, right? Obviously it's a boundary, um, but you've been able to get past that. Any, any thoughts on that? Yeah. I think the biggest takeaway here is that you don't have to consider yourself or, or really even be tech savvy to be able to leverage the benefits that technology can provide, whether that be specifically for our industry or, or in general. Um, I think of technology as simply a, a tool that can help connect the dots so we can identify and take advantage of efficiencies, reach more people in a more meaningful and impactful way, and then and ultimately make sense of our operations and our and performance. Um, so I would challenge even someone who says they're not into tech or they're not tech savvy, I guarantee they have online logins or a social media presence or 
have successfully searched for something on Amazon that they ended up ordering. I mean, technology is is everywhere and it's not going away. So I think the charge here is to is to think big and ask yourself, you know, what question or problem am I trying to solve and, and ask that first. And then if you have the strategy or overall direction of where you want to go, technology is just a tool to help you get there. I think that's that's great insight. Um, technology, it's a tool. How do we use it effectively? Um, I think we have clarity in our in our mission. Um, and any final thoughts today? It's been, it's been a pleasure to talk to you to get a little bit of insight into your journey. Um, I love the the fact that you've followed your passion, right? That you've been open to those insights throughout your career that have led you, um, you know, down some unique and different paths. And I know we benefit every day from your, your leadership as, a, as an executive having impact across our organization. Any final thoughts? Yeah, thank you, Mike. This was a pleasure. This was really fun to be here. Um, I think final takeaway is just technology is there to help you. It's not there to be scary. Um, so it, there's really, it's just a matter of figuring out how you can leverage it the best. Um, but it's, it's, it's exciting. There's a lot of changes coming. Um, like I said, it's not going away. So um, just you gotta got to jump on. Great. Thanks for the time, Alia. Wonderful conversation. And thank you for what you're doing, obviously for Wellspire, but also, you know, for the industry. You're a great example of, you know, a, a senior female in, a, in, a, in an industry that is um, doesn't have enough, frankly. And I think you're a great example for other women to lean into that opportunity set. Um, so thanks for, for everything you do and for the example you set every day. Awesome. Thank you, Mike. Thanks for listening to this episode of Great Aspirations, presented by Wellspire Advisors, a registered investment advisor and subsidiary company of NFP Corp. If you have feedback, including suggestions for future topics and guests, contact us at clientrelations at wellspire.com.